Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to e-commerce conversations, a podcast by practical e-commerce. This is Kerry Murdoch with Practical E-Commerce. In the United States, e-commerce is mature and sophisticated. That's not the case in Saudi Arabia, where it's new and challenging. Hamza El Baid is co-founder with his wife of a Jeddah Saudi Arabia e-commerce company. He joins us today. Well, Hamza, thank you for your time today. Well, it's my pleasure. Hamza, we've been looking forward to visiting with you. For several months, we have sought out e-commerce merchants in the Middle East, and we're grateful for your time today and speaking with us. You run an e-commerce business with your wife, I believe, in Saudi Arabia. And my first question for you today is, what is the state of e-commerce in Saudi Arabia? Uh, well, e-commerce in Saudi Arabia is uh, it's fairly new. Uh, it has been out there in the market for the past uh, couple of years. Um, the mentality of um, the Middle East in general with the e-commerce is a, quite, uh, it's a little bit different than uh, uh, Europe and uh, the States. Um, it's something very new here, and people uh, are still struggling a little bit with the concept of purchasing online. But it's getting there. So your your company that you founded, uh, Aura La Moda, is a fashion company. You sell fashion accessor- uh, retail fashion items. Uh, tell us about how you started that company, when you launched it, how how's it going so far? Uh, well, we started um, with the concept of uh, Aura La Moda or uh, starting an online uh, business with my wife uh, fairly in the uh, uh, in the late 2015. Um, we started studying the concepts and uh, studying the market on what is the best product or what is the best service we can provide uh, to the Middle East um, in sense of um, of sales, basically. Um, so after a long research, we came up with fashion and accessories as one of the uh, the highest and most leading um, uh, businesses in uh, in the e-commerce. And as well, it doesn't require so many licenses and doesn't require a huge warehouse uh, to set up. After we looked in the market, we found a couple of companies uh, that they were already out there. Uh, they're quite giant. So um, our market share was fairly small, and the competitive were um, way stronger than us. Uh, so we tried to tackle this cons- uh, this idea in a different way rather than becoming a reseller uh, for major brands, we'll become our own brand, uh, concentrating on quality and uh, what basically people want. So we didn't look into um, a quick buck uh, to win uh, or, um, 
basically uh, we, we didn't want to make as much profit or as fast as possible more than providing the service or providing the quality back into the market. So from here, we started researching a lot of uh, factories, um, designs, a lot of um, suppliers, and as well, at the same time, we started looking into uh, into our website as well. How are we going to sell and uh, what is the best platform for us to, be, uh, to use? Uh, so we had uh, a couple of meetings. It took us quite about six months uh, in order to uh, to set up the, the entire concept, from designs, from colors, from logo, from the company name. Uh, it wasn't very easy, but I, I believe we did a quite uh, a good job on um, on reaching these targets that we uh, we wanted to reach. Uh, so we started with first of all our design and the colors. Uh, we started looking into uh, psychology and uh, human behavior with different colors uh, to use. So we started looking into the colors purple, um, which means uh, or the color of royalty, basically. And it shows something that is more valuable. Um, but we didn't like this concept as much as possible, so we wanted to go something more fun. Uh, to go with orange or yellow uh, or yellow or red, and these colors, uh, we found that it's targeting more the youth. And um, our target segment here, it's um, over 25 years old. These are the people are uh, who have jobs, who have credit cards, uh, who can afford to pay uh, for products. Uh, the younger generation, uh, especially here in Saudi Arabia, they prefer to go out rather than shop online. Uh, it's basically their outlet. Uh, at that point, we landed on the colors uh, black and white. Uh, black and white, we found these colors psychologically uh, to, to the customer. Uh, it shows value, it shows um, elegance. Uh, and this is what we wanted to, uh, to achieve, that our product is elegant, it's classic, it's um, um, old as gold, basically. So you sell... Uh is it primarily female fashion accessories? At the moment, yes. We didn't have a, a large capital to start with. Uh, so we divided our launch into four different, uh, different. Uh, uh, I don't want to say categories, but into four different categories, I'm just going to say. Um, so we started with the female section. Uh, we wanted to test out the market, and we wanted to see how well will it do uh, after launch. Uh, so we started selecting, a pro I think we have uh, 125 different uh, items. Uh, some of the items have different colors, uh, which increased up to 600 uh, different products, I believe. Um, so from here, we, um, we went to the female section. If we can win the trust of the female segment in the Middle East, then we can uh, grow more and uh, into different sectors. From that point, we can, after we started the, the female section, we can go into the uh, into the infants, uh, infants, and babies, um, and start building up their catalog. Basically, their mom's gonna of course buy for them. So if they like our product, they're gonna buy for their kids as well. After that, we wanted to go as well to uh, to men, and again. 
the key to get into um, into the men's section is from the females uh, female section uh, fe- female segment. So uh, you're in Saudi Arabia. What what city in Saudi Arabia do you live in? Uh, we're based in uh, in Jeddah. Uh, that's in the Red Sea coast. And you're you're from Saudi Arabia, but obviously you speak very good English. How did that come to be? Uh, well, yes, I am Saudi. Um, I lived in England for approximately uh, ten years. Uh, I went there at a very young age, and I think I, when I was eleven, and I came back. Um, I think in uh, two thousand and four, uh, two thousand and four, no, two thousand and six. I came back from uh, from the UK. Tell us, tell us, Hamza obstacles to running an e-commerce business in the Middle East. So setting here in North America, in the States, institutions are very established. Shipping's very established. Electronic payments are very established. A network of developers, of uh, an infrastructure of employees for e-commerce. All of that is established here. I suspect that's not the case there. Tell us, tell us what you deal with on a daily basis. Um, from uh, from my time I spent in uh, in England, I learned so much in them on how I can uh, I can set up this type of business. I wanted to set it up a long time ago, but I, as I told, I didn't have the funds. Uh, here in Saudi Arabia or in the Middle East in general, um, people they they expect some uh, they expect a company that has a large capital. Um, in Europe or in the States, a person can start from his garage and start building up his business until it becomes basically a giant. Uh, but in Middle East, it's a little bit different. There was a big challenge for us on, a, on the limited funding that we had uh, to give out the word saying that, hey, I'm trustworthy. If uh, a company or if a person, they didn't feel comfortable saying that, okay, this is a one-person show, I'm not going to buy from them because I'm not going to trust them. Um, they will go to someone who is more uh, widely available. So this is one of the, the struggles that we are, we are actually facing until now uh, because we're a very small establishment. Um, from that sense, we started looking into legalization documents and uh, uh, different uh, shipping agencies, um, nor, uh, Northern Semantic as well. Uh, so we started tackling these points, saying, okay, I have Northern Semantic on my side saying that I am verified. I have uh, the commercial um, uh, Ministry of uh, Commercial Records as well on my side with uh, their website, Maruf. Uh, it's something that says, yeah, we know this person, he's registered with us, and all his documents, or his legal documents are absolutely okay. And um, RMX is uh, our shipping uh, shipping agency. It's one of the leading shipping agencies in, in the Middle East, and they're very trustworthy. Um, so we looked at these three different areas, saying, "Okay, if I have them, then it's going to give more comf- uh, well, the customer is going to be a little bit more comfortable to shop from my website." These areas they did actually work, and um, of course, we're not converting as many leads as we uh, as we are hoping. But we are converting leads from only tackling these small areas. So it's going since you launched in 2015. It's going. It's going well. It's going okay. Uh, no business, um, as I told in the beginning. 
uh, we didn't expect to uh, to grow suddenly or, or to make a quick buck. Um, so it's going steadily um, with with the limitations that we have. Uh, it is growing, but very very slowly. Until people start trusting my product, they know the quality that we are providing. Then uh, we we are converting lead at that point. Do you run the business uh, with your with your wife out of your home? Is that what you told me previously? Yes. I know you use a CS Cart for your platform. That's always a an issue when we speak to merchants here in the states in terms of their platform. Many merchants here use hosted platforms, of course. Uh, why why CS Cart? Uh, we have our own server uh, that we are renting, uh, and uh, we looked into two, uh, many different platforms to use. Um, we wanted something that we can um, we can edit, we can change, we can add on to it um, that can be more flexible uh, for our needs, and as well, of course, the multilingual. Um, we had. Uh, many different platforms, but CS Cart we found with the flexibility that we need, um, it fits right in the ballpark. Um, so, so yeah, that's why we chose CS Cart. And as well, we had uh, different areas from add-ons and plugins that we can use that would enhance the sales experience for the customer. Other than this, we can customize a lot of things, uh, a lot of add-ons, and plug in uh, into the website, uh, like a few, a few of the things that we have on our website. For example, is SMS um, code verification system. The first time you register to our website, you need to verify your mobile number. So we can send you SMSs saying, "Hey, your ship, your shipment has already left our warehouse. It's on the way, etc., etc., etc." Uh, when we started, we didn't have this feature in there. And uh, many of the people, they started entering their mobile number without the country code. So we couldn't send them the SMS stating that your shipment is on the way. Um, so we added this feature in there saying, okay, you need to verify your mobile phone number so we can send you the, the messages that you need. This is one of the plugins that is not available in CS, uh, CS Cart um, uh, marketplace, but it's an add-on that we created and we plugged into the website and it worked absolutely perfectly. Where do you go for development help? We have two uh, two different companies that we uh, uh, we work with. Uh, one of them is based in India, and the second one is based in Russia. Uh, for the design and graphics and these kind of things, we go with the uh, our Indian company. For uh, for the add-ons, programmings, and um, anything that relates to uh, to the core of the website, we go with a company in Russia. I've been impressed when you and I have visited uh, Hamza. I've been impressed by your intuitive business acumen. How did you learn your business skills? Um, I majored in business administration, and I continued into masters and uh, and doctorate as well. Um, so, and as well, my, my father is a businessman. His father was a businessman as well. Uh, it's run in the, uh, in the blood, basically. So, important components of e-commerce, uh, whether, I suspect, whether it's e-commerce in Saudi Arabia or e-commerce in the United States, important components are shipping, uh, payments, electronic payments, and inventory. You've alluded to shipping already, but uh, tell us on those three 
concepts, what the obstacles or what the realities are for, do, for managing those three areas where you are in Saudi Arabia. That's shipping, payments, electronic payments, and inventory. Uh, well, electronic payments, uh, we have two different payment methods to, to begin with. We have cash on delivery and credit card payments. Um, with credit card payments, we went with two different companies, PayPal and um, uh, to checkout. Both of them, of course, are based in the States, and uh, they do wire to, uh, to Saudi Arabia. So in that area, we were comfortable to, to go with them. Uh, but our main uh, payment method is cash on delivery. Um, with RMX, uh, they, when they deliver the, the item or the box, to the customer, they collect the uh, the payment. They take their uh, a small fee, and then at the end of the month, we collect. Uh, they wire transfer the remaining of the uh, of the amount. Um, most of the people, or most of my sales, uh, I think it's about eighty percent of my sales is on cash on delivery. Um, people here in the Middle East, they would prefer to pay when they see the actual product. Otherwise, some of them might think hey, I'm going to pay with credit card, they're going to have my credit card number, they might steal from me, this might not be safe. No matter what you do, they will still think of this. Um, for our customers in uh, outside the Middle East, the credit card payments is more flexible for them. Uh, from inventory and uh, warehousing, um, I'm a little bit of um, a geek when it comes to Excel. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I developed a little spreadsheet that can help me with the inventory. Um, plugged it into the website. Uh, it's updated regularly. On um, uh, it handles basically every, uh, everything that I need to uh, to do, from billing, from uh, financial systems, from uh, inventory, uh, from new orders. Anything that is required, it's on my. Excel sheet. And shipping is uh, exclusively through RMX? Yes. Uh, we wanted to, uh, to, uh, to have one company that deals with the shipping. So if you order or anyone else orders from uh, our, uh, our platform, uh, they will get the most perfect solution uh, when it comes to shipping. If I had two or three different companies, one of them, they might slack then it, uh, it will come back to us. Uh, the customer might, uh, might be really upset on the delays or any other um, expenses added to, to their bill. If I tell them, hey, I'm dealing with one company, which is RMX, um, they charge fairly, uh, this is the price. Spell RMX, is that A-R? Uh, A-R-A-M-E-X. What are shipping times? Uh, someone orders products from you and they live in Egypt. When will they get your product? Um, if they order it from the States, they will get it on the, the exact same time as if they ordered the, uh, the order came through from Egypt. Uh, on our policy, we say, we say seven days. Uh, but normally it's delivered within from three to four days. That's the norm. Sometimes, if it holds up in the customs or uh, there are some kind of complications, it might go up to five or six days. But until now, uh, none of my um, uh, none of the orders were delivered for more than five, uh, four days. What is the rough distribution of your customers in 
geographically. So your orders, you're in Saudi Arabia and the Middle East. You just mentioned uh, orders in the States. Roughly, what's the rough distribution of your customer base? Well, at the moment, we're only in the Middle East. Uh, we started to grow very recently uh, uh, to Europe and, uh, and the States. Um, because we are in, in a little bit of a recession in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, most of the retail shops and, um, and companies, they, uh, they are on sale. And um, the, sale, uh, the sale process here in Saudi Arabia at this, uh, this time, or in the Gulf uh, in general, uh, it plummeted from uh, the beginning of this year. Uh, so at that point, we started looking into our, uh, a new market in um, in Europe and uh, in the States. Uh, until now, uh, we already started launching a few uh, marketing campaigns, uh, but we didn't convert any leads from these areas. Uh, our highest number of sales uh, it comes from Saudi Arabia and from the United Arab Emirates. You say sales uh, plummeted this year. Why is that? Uh, it's due to the recession. Can you ship to all countries, or are there countries you cannot ship to due to uh, political issues? Well, I have to uh, follow my uh, uh, the law in Saudi Arabia. Uh, so there are a few countries that we cannot ship to. Uh, some other countries, uh, it's a hassle or they're very expensive to ship to. Uh, at that point, uh, we said, okay, there's a list of countries we're not going to ship to, and it's a handful of countries, I think it's about four or five countries we cannot ship to, but the rest of the world is absolutely fine. People that are listening to this interview, they're going to, they're going to listen to you describe running your business in Saudi Arabia, and it's difficult compared to running a business in the States, an e-commerce business in the States. Can, is there something that folks can do here for you to help your business? Marketing. Marketing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my main struggle. Uh, is uh, is marketing uh, from running the actual business, from uh, distributing the products, from uh, delivering everything. Um, um, I'm I'm good with these areas, but when it comes to marketing, this is my weakness. Uh, especially tackling a market that I'm not very familiar with, um, it's it's actually a little bit harder. Uh, I've been researching a lot uh, a lot on. Or marketing in uh, in the states or in Europe or uh, marketing in general, um, I did come up with few ideas, a few uh, and few concepts. Um, to hire people to do these kind of jobs is fairly expensive, um, and at this moment, um, we cannot afford to pay um, uh, consultants and um, marketeers and companies to to do this uh, work for us. Okay, so marketing help would be good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. All right, we just have another minute or two here. Anything else on your mind before we close? To anyone who wish to start a business or uh, to set up their booth somewhere, um, e-commerce is one of the, uh, the easiest businesses anyone can fund, uh, and it doesn't require a lot of money to, uh, to set up. If you know the, uh, if you know how to set it up, uh, it's fairly straightforward, and you can start from as little as fifty dollars um, and grow from down. Um, just know 
your market and what your uh, the people you want to sell to need. If you find that area, then uh, I believe you can actually make a successful a successful company out of it. That's that's terrific. I I one question I. Uh to, dig- to digress for a sec, one question I didn't get to was the name of your business, Ora Lamoda. Uh, that does not sound like a, a Arabic name to me. Where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not an Arabic name. It's actually an Italian name. Uh, when we were researching uh, the name of the company, uh, we wanted to um, to make it unique. Um, uh, I'll tell you the story in, uh, in brief. I was watching Discovery Science uh, one day, and there was um, a program there on psychology and human behavior. Um, it caught my attention, uh, the segment when um, a man brought a bottle of, um, of wine that cost about $2.99, and um, he divided this bottle, or uh, it's like a cardboard bottle, uh, wine box. Uh, he divided it into two different bottles. Uh, one of the bottles had um, uh, like a lame name, uh, Wine Time, uh, a tacky label, um, and it basically looks cheap. And the second bottle, it had a fancy French name and a cottage in the back with a ripped up uh, paper uh, that looked expensive. And he brought about uh, 25 different people. Some of them, they were uh, wine tasters, and the others were just normal people. Uh, when he poured them uh, from the bottle of wine time, everyone thought that this is tacky and it's very cheap. It tastes cheap. And uh, when he started pouring them from the French bottle wine, everyone thought it was uh, heavenly. And it came up with the conclusion, <laughs> I know, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, and it came with the conclusion that people, uh, they value things depends on what they see rather than what they taste. Even the wine taster, they could not tell the difference that both bottles of wine were exactly the same, only from the name. Uh, so at that point, uh, I thought, okay, if I want to name my company something normal, like um, fashion uh, or whatever, um a person will not think of it, uh, think about it twice. But if I give it a strange name that uh, mo- the majority of the world does not understand, then um, especially in the Middle East, then people will say, "Hmm, okay, this is interesting." There you have it. And it actually did show uh, did show promise when we uh, started doing the research. And after launch, a lot of people were commenting on the name. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it actually means fashion now. Uh, the name is very lame, I know, but when you say it, it's like when I tell you fashion now or ora la moda, it's different. It's like this is sexy, and the other one it's not. <laughs> so that's a, that's an Italian phrase, fashion now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, listen for uh, for purposes of our listeners. I've been visiting with Hamza El Bait. Hamza and his wife are co-founders of a fashion e-commerce site from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. That site is Aura Lamoda, and the website is auralamoda.com. I'm going to spell that. That's O-R-A-L-A 
M is in Mary, O, D is in David, A, oralamoda.com. And Hamza El Baid, we want to thank you for your time today, sir. Well, thank you. Bye.